You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm Nick Farabon. I write for Pittsburgh Sports Now, work at WPTS Radio, and I am a production assistant at ACC Network. Got a good episode on tap with the ACC looking wide open. Can Pitt potentially win the Coastal or go even further than that? What about the defensive rotation that we saw against New Hampshire? And what does that mean for the future? And previewing a little bit about what Pitt might need to do to get to the top of the Coastal this year. All that more coming up on Locked on Pit. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked on Pit podcast. I have a lot to talk about with Pitt and... There's obviously a lot of things that can come out of this. I mean, listen, a 77-7 win is going to make you feel good regardless. Good for the homecoming crowd. All those are good things. But it doesn't really take the sting out of a loss to Western Michigan. Granted, Western Michigan took what looks like a pretty solid San Jose State team and took them down pretty easily 23-3. But that's not all thing you want to lose, right? Especially in a season when the ACC looks like this. I mean, it looks awful. But, in other words, this also could be great for Pitt. Because Pitt might actually have an opportunity here, even with their loss to Western Michigan, to actually make some serious noise here in the ACC. So, what? I mean, does Pitt have the juice? Does Pitt have the, the oomph, if you will, to make some legit noise in the coastal, to make some legit noise? In the ACC this year. I'll say this. And I think they do. Because again. This is a bad. Bad, bad, bad division. One of the worst P5 divisions in college football. If not the worst Power 5 division in college football. No one's really sticking out well. Yes. Syracuse beat Liberty. Okay. Cool. There's really nothing that sticks out about Duke. They had Mateo Durant, but they lost to Charlotte. Georgia Tech, oh, they just beat UNC. They also lost to Northern Illinois. Pitt, well, they have Kenny Pickett, and they can have this high-octane offense. They went to Tennessee and won that game. But also, they lost to Western Michigan. UNC has lost two straight conference games. Virginia, which once looked like a dark horse, they don't have a defense. I mean, listen... This thing is all wide open. This whole thing is wide open for Pitt. And here's the thing. Pitt at least has the second best quarterback in the Coastal. If not the best. And that's in terms of how they're playing this year. Sam Howe is real good. He's real good. We know that. But he can struggle. You can confuse him with pressures. You can confuse him with pre-snap to post-snap movement on the back end of your defense, right? Kenny Pickett, the way he's played this year so far... Kenny Pickett's been unstoppable. And that's why you have such a chance in the Coastal. 
Now, that doesn't mean you should expect that. Because, listen, it, it's Pitt, right? You figure, oh, they're going to find a way to lose one of these games. We didn't even mention Miami. Miami really hasn't been super impressive. Miami's looked okay. I mean, they, they really haven't been impressive. The more impressive teams have been on the other side of the division. Wake Forest, Boston College. Pitt doesn't have to play either one. So who cares? So who cares about that? But Pitt absolutely needs to anchor down here. They need to anchor down for a run because they have a chance. Pitt has a legitimate chance here to make noise, and it's wide open. And I just stated all the reasons why. Even Clemson, they can beat Clemson. I'm not going to bet on them to beat Clemson. But the way that offense looks, Pitt has a legitimate chance to beat Clemson. Especially with the way Pitt's offense is playing. Because this is not a one-week aberration. Pitt's offense has been dicing up teams regardless. Yeah, it's UMass, Tennessee, Western Michigan, New Hampshire. We're going to see how legit this offense is. And we'll talk about it against Georgia Tech. But, they have looked amazing this year. So when you have a guy like Kenny Pickett doing what he's doing. And then you have players like Jordan Addison. And then you have an offensive line that can really keep Kenny Pickett up. And then when it's not Addison, it's Kroll. Or it's Wayne. Or it's Jack Louis. Or it's Mack. Or it's Barden. Or it's Bartholomew or Izzy or Vincent Davis are getting involved in the passing game. It's like, there's not many teams that can match Pitt skill for skill offensively. The real question is, one, can the defense improve enough down the stretch to get better and play complementary football? And we're going to find out the answer to that starting this week. We're going to find out the answer to that question soon. But if the defense can start to improve down the stretch... Pitt has a very good shot to win the Coastal. Because it looks like they have a top offense this year. It really looks like they have one of the better offenses in college football. They look incredible. First time in team history they've ever scored 40 plus points in four in their four opening games. Pitt has an opportunity here to smash this thing wide open. It's all going to be down to can the defense improve and play complementary football? And it's going to be those adjustments defensively that the coaching staff has talked about. The personnel adjustments that we'll talk about as well. Are those going to have a big effect? Can they adjust the scheme to where it's not predictable like it was against Western Michigan? Can they do that? Because, again, there are talented quarterbacks on the schedule, right? The Sam Howells of the world. Brendan Armstrong. These guys are talented quarterbacks. The Eric King. DJ Uyagale, yeah, he's looked bad. But let's be real here. He's still a five-star quarterback with a rocket arm. So can you sleep on him? Absolutely not. Pitt has chances here, though. And that defense, it starts with that defense. And then it co- goes to coaching. And that's the league goes to coaching. Can the coaching stay up to par? Can Pat Narduzzi make good in-game decisions? That might be the one you don't trust the most. He's proven time and time again he can't. So it's going to be more important on that end, too. Because Pitt's going to get into some dogfights, man. They're going to get into some close games. They're going to get into some real close games. And it doesn't mean they have to win every single game they play from here on out. 
But man, it would feel good to go nine and three. Cause you figure a two loss team in the coastal, you that might win you the coastal this year. It really might. So that that that's gonna be huge for Pitt. They have a wide open sea to do what they want to do in the coastal right now because the rest of the ACC just doesn't look good. And more importantly, Pitt has a weapon that not too many teams have, and that weapon's name is Kenny Pickett. Because if you have an offensive weapon like that, if you have an offensive weapon like that, it's really that simple. All you need is that guy. You don't need anything else to prove that you wouldn't have a shot. You have a shot because you have Kenny Pickett. And that's the key part of this entire thing for Pitt. If Kenny Pickett continues to play the way he does, and the way everyone knows he can, well then Pitt has a very good chance to potentially win a lot of football games in the ACC Coastal. It doesn't look like a murderer's row of defenses right now. They have a really good chance to put up a lot of points, and if the defense can play complementary football, you have yourself a potential breakout season here for the Panthers, even after that Western Michigan loss. All right, let's talk about those defensive adjustments. But before I do that, I want to shout out Prize Picks. So make sure you head over to Prize Picks because it's daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as the mid-major players you might have never heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yards to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. So, all you have to do is deposit some money and use the promo code LOCKED ON and you can receive 100% deposit of a match up to $100. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON. Just use that promo code. You can pick up the two to five players and over under on those projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus those numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sport entries and guess what? You can do it cross sport as well. So just use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Those entries can be made in less than a minute. It is that easy. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code locked on or go to your App Store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. So let's talk about these defensive adjustments. You didn't see a lot of those in the way of pers—I'm uh, sorry—in the way of schematics. You saw it a lot more in the way of personnel, right? Schematically, there was one adjustment, and it was that the safeties actually playing a little bit up that's right it wasn't super light or super soft defense they actually didn't give them a ton of cushion this week i found that interesting because last week you know that field safety with hallett and and battle playing there they were giving guys 10 15 yards kind of just essentially giving them the slant not this week so they came up about to eight, seven yards. So maybe you give away a two yard slant, but you aren't giving away that, you know, skinny post slant hybrid route, which is good. I think that was really nice adjustment. It worked. Obviously it's New Hampshire, so you can't read into the fruits of that, 
but it worked this week, and you at least like to see the cognizant adjustment of that. But the bigger adjustment was two things. Wendell Davis starting at Mike, and P.J. O'Brien playing as the main sub at safety. So the question then becomes, well, is it more so, hey, we're playing New Hampshire, so we're just going to try this out, and this might not be permanent, or is that actually going to be a legitimate thing going forward? Because both played real well. P.J. O'Brien, man, P.J. O'Brien played well. I think P.J. O'Brien needs to play a lot more. I really do. He's been clamoring for playing time in a, for a minute now with those cryptic social media posts. P.J. O'Brien played well. He's aggressive. He's hungry. Man, he seems even a little bit instinctive. He reminds you a little bit of a guy like Brandon Hill last year where you can see the potential flashing. That's always good. P.J. O'Brien, I think, might be a guy that we see more of because Rashad Battle really wasn't doing it. You know, Eric Hallett's fine, but if P.J. O'Brien could play like that, man, give me some P.J. O'Brien because he is a guy that's aggressive, plays the catch point well, has that burst downhill to make some plays. Five tackles against New Hampshire. One pass breakup on a, you know, was a slant route off an RPO. He came down and knocked it out. I thought it was a really nice play. I think O'Brien has some interesting traits here. Now, I would like to see him against better competition still. But I think that P.J. O'Brien being a main backup, being a guy that can come in there for Hallett, for Hill, wherever, I think that's an actually a, a really nice adjustment by Pitt overall. I think O'Brien showed a lot of good things. He showed a lot of that click and close, that trigger downhill. That's some good stuff. I really like what P.J. O'Brien was showing. Now, the other one was Wendell Davis at the mic. And, you know, talking about it a little bit last week, Servasia Denise might not be best at the mic. It's Wendell Davis, I think, is the best mic on the team. And I think he showed the case that. Had a few nice run stuffs downhill. Was a guy that really just looked like he was there and ready to play. Was very instinctive, calling out plays, calling out formations. And again, this is another move you won't see the fruits of until later. But man, he really instilled some confidence in himself. Hard not to imagine that Wendell Davis doesn't maybe get another start there after the way he played. So I thought that overall, when you look at what P.J. O'Brien and Wendell Davis put out on tape, those are two guys that should probably play more in the future on defense I think those are guys that, more importantly, not only maybe not not even just play as much because you look at how they how much they played against New Hampshire. They obviously had a little bit more inflated uh, snap counts because of the way that the game went, and they were just getting more and more experience. But these are guys that should definitely be a main part of the rotation, and for O'Brien specifically, he should probably be the backup safety there. Behind Hallett, and if Hallett continues to struggle, who knows what can happen with O'Brien. But he looked very impressive on Saturday. He looked like he at least deserves more time there, potentially. So that was very promising for Pitt overall. But again, can't read so much into these adjustments. We'll see kind of what the fruits of these adjustments are. 
this week against Georgia Tech, and we really won't find out for a few weeks, you know, if, if people could figure out maybe there's a weakness with O'Brien or there's a weakness with Davis. But we at least know that, hey, there is some adjustments going on. There's a cognizant attempt, whether it's a personnel or schematic thing, to fix the defense and potentially improve it down the stretch. And that's a good thing to always see. And that's the bottom line. At least there is adjustments going on. Maybe not super schematically. It's not going to change. It's going to be press course until Pat Narduzzi is fired or leaves or whatever. But the at least, at least there are adjustments being made. And that's the more important thing, even if we don't really know overall what the fruits of those adjustments will be. All right. I want to talk about just overall looking down the line a little bit towards Georgia Tech and kind of seeing, hey, you know, what's Pitt going to maybe do here in this game? We're not going to go too in-depth, just a very surface-level type of preview. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is your secret to confidence. You can wear what you want to wear, and guess what? It's currently the number one Amazon antiperspirant. That's right, it's number one in the Amazon antiperspirant category. These are doctor-created, doctor-recommended. It works up to seven days per use, and guess what? They have a dry shirt guarantee, so if sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you can get all your money back. Got all of this, it's a must in your toiletry bag, whether it's for a big presentation, you have an important business meeting, whatever. Sweat block is perfect for you right now, so make sure to get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with the promo code locked on. Or at Amazon and CVS. Folks, want to get some protein in your system and make it tasty while doing it? Check out Built Bar. They have nine different delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. That's a flavor for everybody out there. So guess what? If you haven't tried all the flavors... You can even get a mix box where you get two of each of the flavors. And not only are they health, not only are they the best tasting, these are healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, only 130 to 180 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and they're all healthy. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Alright folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. And listen, Pit. It's going to face a pretty upstart Georgia Tech team coming off a big win against North Carolina at home. Really energized by Jeff Sims' performance. A defense that looks strong. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's looking like a, a team that is going to give Pitt a little trouble. Now, that doesn't mean to be super concerned and say, well, Pitt's going to lose. But listen, the, op- the open betting line. It's in Pitt's favor. I mean, take it for what you will. Take it for what you will. But, 
they think that Pitt's the better team here. And I think that, in particular, is very interesting. Right now on betonline.ag, the line is negative 3. The over-under is 58. You take your bets on that. You take your bets on that? I don't know, man. I I think that Pitt is going to cover that spread. I really do. I think Pitt... I'll I'll talk about this more. I don't want to get too much because I'm going to have Chris Carter on here later this week to talk about Georgia Tech and, and that whole thing. But I really do think that Pitt matches up relatively well against Georgia Tech. And I don't think that their defense is good enough to match what Pitt brings to the table across the board offensively. And I think Pitt's defense, at the very least, matches up well schematically against Georgia Tech to where you can go, well, yeah, I think Pitt has an advantage here. But you know you never want to put anything past them. This is the ACC. Chaos happens. Every who knows what's what's gonna happen. But you have Kenny Pickett. He's been great. He's been outstanding. O line has been good pass pro wise. Pickett's been surgical. When you develop a quarterback like this, and you go even against a defense like Georgia Tech that, that has, you know, stopped a Sam Howe, Pitt might literally be deeper at the skill positions than than North Carolina, to be quite honest with you. Because that's also the thing you have to look at. I think that's the thing that's getting overlooked a little bit. Like, Kenny Pickett's been phenomenal. He's obviously the reason why the offense is as successful as it is. But the skill position group is so good, too. And Mark Whipple has has done a decent job as well, dialing up those shot plays, dialing up those deep shots that has made Pitt so explosive. Pitt, in general, has just been... A great offense this year. So, so you take it for what you will. Pitt could absolutely lose on Saturday. But you know Pat Narduzzi's probably going to have this one circled a little bit. And this one is really going to be a big one for Pitt. They need to start off on the right foot. They need to win this game. And this one's a much more... Highly sought after one, I guess, than it was really on Saturday, even going in. If Georgia Tech beat North Carolina, well, this one actually now looks very intriguing. And again, Pitt negative three. Not bad. Not bad for Pitt. And again, I think they match up well. It's going to be a really interesting game because both these teams have had a loss where they shouldn't have lost. Northern Illinois or... Western Michigan. And then you look at overall what they do in, against each other. They're kind of polar opposites. GT's had a okay offense all year. They finally broke out a little bit against UNC, but UNC's offense, uh, defense has looked pretty awful all year too, to be quite honest with you. And then you also have, well, Pitt's offense is great. And so is Georgia Tech's defense, and they have been all year. So this one is going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be a really cool matchup to watch. And I think, again, I think Pitt does match up well this week against Georgia Tech. There's other games where Pitt does not match up well. 
UNC is going to be one of those games, for example. But Pitt matches up well against Georgia Tech overall. So that is kind of the, the point. I think that there should be a lot of optimistic things for the Panthers going into this game.